says that we're connected. So that means it must be time for a win-win situation podcast, uh, a radio show. Yeah. Uh, not not podcast. Uh, it, well, it will be a podcast once you put it on uh, Spotify and Last FM and so on. Indeed. Or, or Anchor. So we're on episode 32 now. Yep. This is 32. Huh? How's the weather outside? Good. And how about the Tigers, huh? Good. Tigers men's basketball. Good. Good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very exciting uh, second half we saw last Wednesday night against James Madison. Yeah, we're rooting you on, Tigers. Yep. We're, yep. Well, hopefully the CAA tournament will be televised in some aspect it, over the weekend. Yeah, it should and, be. And onwards. Yep. So I'm going to be rooting on the men in yellow and black as much as I can. Because I'm a bandwagoner fan that just started following the team a month ago. Wow. That's yep. impressive. Thank you. Well, if they were having a crappy season, would you be a fan? Yeah, I'll always root for oh, the Tigers. Okay. I, but instead of going to one game, I probably would have went to zero. That well, would be the that would be the difference. But yeah. I do want to go to a, a Tigers baseball game, and I'm sure they're playing now in the dead of winter. Actually, it's we're getting toward the end of winter now with three weeks left. Yeah, we're counting down. It's maybe just like 20 days left. Yeah, uh, March 21st is the that's first right. day of spring. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the end or the, uh, you know, as they say, you can see the light. It's coming. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there are people listening. I mean, even if there's two people listening, we're going to, you know, we should just, just pretend that there's millions listening and they'd love our show. Hey, you've seen the rules. Yeah. You've seen the you've seen the rules on the whiteboard. You're not yeah. allowed to do that. Do what? Talk about viewership. We're not people don't view the show, they listen. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They so, listen. So that means <laughs> by talking about viewership, then uh, it's a loophole. Uh, well yeah. Because how, how about nobody an, no it's, how about an audience? We have a huge audience. Yeah, there we go. Are you ready for some music? Well, we're not allowed to talk about our huge audience on air. Well, then don't. Okay. Let's yeah. Just talk about music. That sounds good to me. Well, here we go. Hit it.
Yeah, man. Yeah, that was uh, Porcupine Tree. And that song was called The Blind House. From The Incident. Yeah. Their last album. Actually. Uh, 1999. It was actually 2009. 2000, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't know if it was the last I, album either. I think they sure made it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I think they started making stuff uh uh they had a few more after that um mm. they they released something this they released something last year they 2021 did. no they didn't i think they did all right maybe it was in 5.1 or something that's stephen wilson remix i don't know that's well a, it's uh they released one single um in 2021 mm-hmm. um and i guess uh yeah, I guess they. Uh, I guess that must be it. Um, yep. Octane Twisted, which is a live album, that was 2012. Anyway, yeah, you you're probably right. I think it was just yeah, the last some studio remixes album. and stuff. My f- my favorite album of the Porky Porky Tree is uh, Fear of a Blank Planet. That is just a killer record. But you know, the incident ain't half bad. It's a two CD set and. Uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to. I mean, I just, I just love that song, "Blind House." Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great. Uh, um, I don't know what part of the song it is. Chorus mm-hmm. uh, when it when it like breaks off into that. It's almost like kind of a soundscape, like the yeah. good use of space. Uh, yeah, when they St- when they when he first sings like uh, "Free Love." Yeah, you know? Steve Stephen Wilson and Fripp are pretty close. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, maybe Mr. So. Fripp and Mr. Wilson did some collab on stuff. I mean, Fripp did play on uh, "Fear of a Blank Planet," so oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I didn't know he was Robert Fripp got along with anybody. I well, mean, I know I know he's been featured in a lot of stuff though. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's like a dictator, but uh, in a good way. I mean, Crimson lasted uh, you know, almost fifty-four years, so. Um, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Nope. Before Porky Tree, we heard Anecdoten out of Sweden from the album Vemoa, V-E-M-O-A, Corellia, the opening cut. Yes, yeah, some people say, yeah, it just sounds a little bit like King Crimson. Yeah, but uh, and it probably does. It does sound like King Crimson, and you know, the, the bass... The, the bass playing reminds me a lot of John Wetton's playing with Crimson and so on. But it was a nice instrumental tune from a Swedish outfit. And uh, that was from 1994. Cool. Yep. And what was before that? Before that, let's see if I can remember what I played before that. <laughs> I know I wrote it down. It was Family. And it was a song called Between Blue and Me. Roger Chapman. Truly, one of the distinct the uh, de- distinctive voices in rock and roll, if not Prague. Yeah, it, like a shadow on the wall. What a wonderful song! It's pretty cool. That's how they opened. Uh, hmm. I wish. What was that 1971 album they had? That's the song that it's off of. Radio. I don't know. I don't know if it's radio. I think it might be like a family, something with family in the name. Yeah. Yeah, um, family ties, something like that. Family ties. Well, let, let me. Well, I can do a quick internet search. Oh. After all, 
And Fearless. That, that's the name of the album. Fearless. And yep. Was John Wetton on that album? Let's let's check. I think Fearless. We, I think we have that one from Mr. Brown's collection. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Fearless. John. I know, know Wetton was a. I know he was with Family for a short time. Hmm. hmm. As we're doing a, the web search on that. Yeah, we, I think I think so. Okay. Very cool. And we opened up the uh, the segment with uh, a little bit of a tribute to um, Nick's mom, my wife, Adrian Ballou from the album Twang Bar King, 1986 release. I, I pulled it off the vinyl. Um, she is not dead. And uh, obviously, physically, you know, my bride is gone, but uh, she'll be with us forever. Yeah. It was quite a way to start us out. Yep, yep. So we're going to talk less and spin a little more. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because we were talking with our friend, Mr. Paul Brown, over the weekend, and he said that his favorite part of the podcast is when we talk. Well, and some people say, and, you know, I think Tom O'Connor said the same thing to me today. You know, you got to talk more. And uh, then he asked if we take requests. I said, you can call, but. I can't, I can't play everything. I, I can't bring my collection with me. I mean, I could if I had on a powerful computer. But anyway. Well, maybe if people have requests, then I could work some magic. Work some magic, and uh, if not this week, definitely next week. So now can we move on to more music? Okay, I'll free you from talking. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man. Behind blue eyes, no one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded, to telling only lies. But my Vengeance that's never free. No one knows what it's like to feel these feelings like I do. Love is vengeance 
That was a uh, that was Pearl Jam with their one minute song, Lucan. Wow, I thought I was expecting it to go longer. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've um, that was off of their 1996 album, No Code. Okay. And uh, I was with my friend Nick last night, and we had <laughs> we were at the show together. Uh, Bar- bartender Nick. Yep, that's right, bartender Nick. Yeah. And. As we were walking home, he was telling me about some of my favorite, some of his favorite albums, and he told me to to listen to No Code by Pearl Jam because it's one of his favorite albums. And uh, like so today, I've been listening. I like to grunge. It. I like uh, grunge is good. Yeah, and and I've so I've been listening through the album today, and then I was trying to remember like what song was it because you know I don't usually look through the the names of the songs as i just listened through an album so i i had picked this song knowing that there was a one minute song but i i forgot what the name was so it turned out that this was the one minute song but is it called the one minute song no it's called uh looking looking or lukin 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 uh i don't know l-u-k-i-n lukin sounds good to me yeah so that was lukin and before that what was that the winery dogs elevate me the trio of mike portnoy billy sheehan and Dave, uh, richie Kotzen. the album has a lot to do with recovery from addictions and stuff i know portnoy's been sober for well over 20 years as and Kotzen as well not sure about billy sheehan's situation but all are remain phenomenal musicians with uh storied and careers but uh what an album this is and uh for anybody uh, dealing with uh, addiction, you know this album will help you, especially when you're down in the dumps and need to be elevated. That song was called "Elevate." Elevate, take them higher. They don't want to be wasted. I got nothing less to lose. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot of passion in it, and uh, you know, I, I know people who've been uh, been through the twelve steps and. Uh, are doing great and they all know that they're one drink or one shot away from death so i'm putting it as bluntly as possible wow yep and before that before that was gorilla toss you remember gorilla toss i think so yeah i have a album of theirs Uh, it's called gt ultra Mm -hmm. but this is their most recent not most recent but Second most recent single. It's off of an album that they're going to be releasing, uh, I believe, within a month or two. Uh, this song is called Cannibal Capital. And yep. it's it's good stuff. I, I love Gorilla Toss. Gorilla Toss is creative. They, you know, they're a little out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. They've got s- some stuff that you don't hear every day, kind of kind of a little experimental but always catchy though like the that bass line that went throughout the song was really uh it was a great hook and it was gorilla toss never ceases to to put out music that i thoroughly enjoy and who did you see last night spirit of the beehive there was a group girly group i think called voice of the beehive back in the 80s i have to check my collection and look online to see what the voice of the beehive was maybe that was the name of the album by this uh group back in the day i think you might be right in that it was a 
album yeah. title artist yeah because yeah. i i had looked up spirit of the beehive and upon that search the other band voice of the beehive okay. came up and yeah they had about three albums so i know i wasn't imagining things i mean no, you know no I, mandela I'm, effect uh, yeah i'm at the age now where i do imagine things you know you know i'm old so you know i'm imagining things i'm like I'm, i imagine i'm here well, I guess we're sharing an imagination, a shared consciousness. Because I, I'm, a, I think I'm also here. Uh, yes, you are. And uh, we opened a segment with uh, Pete Townsend from the album "Live at the Deep End." Okay, I was wondering behind what, blue what, eyes. Yeah, I was wondering what that song was called. No, I, I do. I am familiar with "Behind Blue Eyes." I really enjoy the Who, so. I believe Behind Blue Eyes was off of Who's Next. Correct. And yeah, it's a song that was penned by Townsend. And, uh, and you know, Pete Townsend did uh, some leads with Daltrey contributing. Daltrey turned 80 yesterday, by the way. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Roger Daltrey. The pretty boy. Uh, I guess, if, if you say so. So um, I, th- I think... Um, uh, well, I think his job was to look good, but he was a good singer. He was a great front man, though. Yeah, but yeah. I listened. Actually, I watched some more of the uh, Hammer of the Gods video. Hammer of the Gods was a Zeppelin cover band with uh, Mike Portnoy, uh, Paul Gilbert, Dave LaRue, and uh, the vocal. The guy doing the plant part was Daniel Gildenlow from Sweden's Pain of Salvation. And he, he toured with uh, Transatlantic uh, a couple yeah. of times. And, I remember uh, seeing him in the video of it was the 2009 Whirlwind yeah, Tour. Yeah, and he w- didn't make the. Uh, was, we saw Whirlwind Kaleidoscope. Right? We saw Kaleidoscope, and uh, but Gildenlow couldn't make it for that tour because he was deathly ill. But I think he's okay now. So um, anyway, more music. And how's the weather? Good. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, first, I have to put the fader up Why? when you turn the song on. So then it will, you know, so we'll be able to hear it as you hit play. Oh, yeah, there it is.
another fan damn tastic set. Yeah, very, very nice. Yeah. Well, was that only two songs? Did I cut us short? Uh, maybe you did. No, yeah, well, it's okay. We can. Okay. Well, for that, uh, for that short little set, I closed it out with Stevie Wonder. I thought it was Steve-O. Yeah. Jesus Children of America <coughs> off his 1973 album, Inner Visions. Yep. The, the Jesus People of America? Is that what it's called? Jesus Children of America. Oh, Jesus Children of yeah, a, a good buddy of mine. <coughs> he used to run a uh, music store out in Westminster. And... Um, And uh, and uh, he um, he had a band. He had a band at one time, and they played a festival at at, at Joppa Road Baptist Church. And uh, they covered that song. They used you know, pretty much a heavy thumping, grungy type of sound, doing Stevie Wonder. <coughs> that was a good song. Oh, and, and uh, before that, would you try to pronounce that Wankentanka? Wakantaka, 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 Carl Flipiak and the Jimmy Jazz Band for their album Live at the Cat's Eye, and we just saw them the other night. Yeah, isn't that something? We saw them at Joe Noto's Music Land. Joe Noto's Joe Music Noto's Land Music in Bel Air. Up in Bel Air, what a place! What a venue! They have a like a like a venue cut out in their keyboard room, and where they have the drum heads and all that other stuff, and they can easily. Put a hundred chairs up, even though the seating was a little tight. And we saw Carl Flipiak with the Jimmy Jazz Band, and uh, and Rachel Hall, a new, the newest addition, and uh, who, who's added a lot of sound with rhythm guitar, with the jazz fusion pieces, and also had quite the uh, quite the bluesy uh, bluesy voice uh, to make things interesting and fun. But it was a great show, I think. Yeah, it always is when you see Carl Filippiak and the Jimmy Jazz Band. And uh, the bass player, Matthew Everhart. I mean, he is, he's up there among the greats. Was he also on that live album that you just played? He was on this cut. He was on cuts five and seven. And uh, a gentleman named uh, Mike Pope, uh, who's also played uh, with Carl's Cool Jazz Outfit, played bass on the rest. But Matthew was on cuts five and seven. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, I love how the uh, how the end of that song it, it shifts up, and yep. and then that wonderful sax solo by Paul, Paul Hanna. Hanna on the saxophone. Yeah, it's yep. it's really really nice to listen to. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut that set short. It just felt like four songs. I mean, you know, time's flying when we're having fun. Yeah, I and you know those two songs were about ten eleven minutes anyway. Yeah, yep. so we still have a little bit of time left and. Uh, yeah, we I have look, more time and more music. And uh, and here we go with more music. And you got to ask yourself, is it real enough? Real enough. Real enough. Oh, I have always wondered. How tragic is your scenery? Read enough. 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 Read enough.
enough. I did it save us wonder? enough. Make you lose all the things that you really think you need. The door is open, the path is clear. Why the problem with misconnections? Violence here is not my own, so treat my probe as an innocent. If it's real enough, don't hesitate.
That one was the cars. That was surprising. I uh, was expecting somebody else, but that's okay. It's yeah. uh, very impressive. Yeah, moving in stereo. I guess it, off of their first album, self-titled, yeah. the cars. The cars. Cars. The cars. Yeah, that was. It's pretty late in the album, and they have a lot of hits on that album. So which one is it, Candio? Or uh, the cars? Yeah, which album is it? The first album? Yeah. Yep, the first album, and they got a. I have Shake It Up, and I have a Heart Heartbeat City. I think the album, later album of theirs with uh, Since Since You've Gone and Drive and some other good stuff on there. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's Baltimore's own Rick Ocasek. All right. Yeah. Hey. That's hey, ho. bonus points. And a quick story about this song. It's part of a soundtrack to MLB Two K Eight. And I had that game on the Wii, and Grams got it for me for Christmas in 2008. And it was part of, well, I guess I had a lot of Wii gifts that year, and that was super exciting for me. That's a whole other story. That was the year we got itself. the Wii. Yep, the the big year. And yep. that, was a, that was a real joy. But as I had played the game more, and come back to it, I realized just how good the soundtrack was. So this very song, the Cars moving in stereo, was on the soundtrack, as well as some other artists such as The Cure, Dinosaur Jr., Blitz and Trapper, Battles, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, The Flaming Lips, Kesbian, LCD Sound System, Modest Mouse, Peter Bjorn and John, The Strokes, The Presidents of the United States of America. I have their CD. Yeah. Yeah. That they're a lot of fun. So yep. it's it was really an incredible soundtrack. It's uh, see, big that, big kudos to Two K Sports. That that and uh, video games have contributed so much to your musical reper- repertoire and knowledge. And uh, yeah, God bless. You know, it uh, it's cool. Yeah, I think the year from two thousand to twenty ten. That's when video games were really um, well. I can't say that it was the best time for video game soundtracks, but uh, I have the most nostalgia for it. Yep. So yeah, that was a joy. So what was before that, before uh, I get too ahead of myself? Uh, I think it was Video Killed the Radio Star, the, origi- the original version. The original version. The original version that came out in 1979 on, domestically on Columbia Records, Bruce Woolley and the Camera Club, and the Buggles who wound up being uh, Jeffrey Downs and uh, Trevor Horn, they were involved with the making of this album. They, you know, they composed the song. and uh, But this was the original version. Wow. And uh, the Buggles version came out, I think, a year or two later in 8081. And, uh, and we all know that Video Killed Radio Star was the uh, by the Buggles was the first video to air on. I want my MTV. Yeah. Pretty cool, yeah. The very first music video on MTV. Yep. yep. What an ambitious project MTV was. Uh, it's garbage now. Well, yeah. so are a lot of things, but they had great beginnings, though. They sure did. It was a lot of fun, and it was fun watching video emerge as an art form. Music video emerge as an art form. I saw a lot of creative stuff. Then it became too commercial, and among other things, and then they decided to get away from videos and. To uh, reality TV, and that that pretty much killed it. 
Yeah, all that sort of stuff. But it made yeah. money. So anyway, before the Bruce Bruce Woolley and the Camera Club, yeah. uh, I had Fishman's Go Go Round the World, yeah. and that was a that's a neat track from 1994. Fishman's is uh, a Japanese bass. band, drum and bass. A little bit, yeah. They they had a, a bunch of uh, oh, they had some different styles to them. I They're, was wondering if it was Portuguese. No, Japanese. Japanese, not Portuguese. Yep, and there is a <laughs> uh, there is a live album yeah. that that has like a lot of lore around it, like folklore kind of. Mm, but bass, bass, and, ba- bass and drums is always good. Bass and drums a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that very song was it, it, uh, it, exactly bass and drum the the fishman yeah, song close to it i mean yeah maybe yeah, a little bit of uh, influence of bass and drums well yeah perhaps i don't know yeah. I, I i i just don't know if if this if this is bass and drum I well hear, okay i, I get that. i hear drums i think it's more of like a maybe it was something else you played earlier yeah, I think it's more of like a uh, all right, like all a right. little laid back um, type of thing. It's it's, it's Jap- Japanese lounge music. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, for Friday night at the uh, at the Godzilla Cinema. Sure, <laughs> they probably have one of those. Yeah, and uh, before that, uh, Doug and the Slugs. Real enough. Real enough. The uh, acapella vocals uh, in the background were from the Nylons. They were. I think they had an album or two out on a, on one of the Wyndham Hill labels back in the 90s. But this was from the 80s. Cool. Actually, maybe the Nylons were the 90s, but uh, great song. Uh, Doug and the Slugs are one of the treasures from Canada. Justin Trudeau's Canada. But um, great stuff from their album, Rapid. So uh, I really like Doug and the Slugs. And that other album, Co- Cognac and Bologna. Cognac and Bologna. Cognac, yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so we're we gonna got, close. Got one more? We got time for. I got time for one more. I got okay. it already queued. Sure. This is a. This is a. This is our swan song. It's called uh, "Straight No Chaser," a, a Thelonious Monk tune, covered by um, the Buddy Rich Big Band.
Well, you know, we are getting close to the end of the show. That was a straight note chaser of Thelonious Monk tune covered by the Buddy Rich big man. But Buddy Rich isn't playing on this because he was dead when this album was made. Yeah, uh, as, as we went over last week, the Burning for Buddy album. Yeah, it's for the Burning for Buddy album. Kenny Aronoff on the drums. Very, very good performance. And that does it for uh, this week's edition of the Win-Win Situation. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, uh, XTSR, for use of the of the use of the room, and, uh, and for having us as a part of the team. And uh, for those listening to us around the world, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Good night, everybody.